I'm too wavy when I kill him, I'ma drown him Too much sauce, I'm a boss, where they found him I be sitting up top, mooking down him Circle full of rare ones, those squares around him I think they love my style They loving, they loving, they loving it Yeah, I think they love my style They loving, they loving, they loving it Yeah, I think they love my style They loving, they loving, they loving it Yeah, I think they love my style I be winning, but who really keeping score? Level up like we really beat the ball. Why they talk about it? I do really live it. Troll me, but they love me. They just too scared to admit it. But I'm just regular. But these d- on my tits. Feel a little shake cause I'm on my d- Wish upon the star, but I won't quit. Ain't no telling where I'm heading. How much bands on my account? We the Monopoly. Pay taxes if you land on my house. Talk, watch how quick you get these hands on your mouth I keep splashing even if a nigga land in the drought I am not one of these artists I'm a- What's good everybody? It's your girl Chronicles of She here with a brand new episode of Let's Talk About It. Tonight we are talking to producer, rapper, graphic artist, and head of recording label EDC Every Dollar Counts live johnson the song that you just heard playing in the beginning is his and man it's got me crunk we're gonna be learning all about his story behind the music his artistry and what kind of a businessman he is now let's get into the details behind this genius Live Johnson, born Sean Johnson, hails from Queens, New York, where early on his influence on music dwelled upon as an outlet to stay away from the allure of the streets. Some of his interests in music included writing poetry, songs, rhymes, and producing beats as a way for Live to express himself. His earlier influences in music were from his father, who played the viola and was an avid collector of vinyl music such as the 70s soul and the 80s disco. Other genres that influenced Live were hip-hop, R&B, neo-soul, rock, and gospel, but his favorite artist that held a very huge impression on him was Nas. Live feels that without music, my life would be empty because of the many regrets from his past along with the heavy burdens of life. Also, he adds that I bring realness and authenticity to the game, something that is missing in today's hip-hop music. People forget to be vulnerable and they wind up being something they're not. I would rather be an outcast than to fit in foolishness. Since its return in the later half of 2017 and start of 2018, Live Johnson has interviewed alongside DJ Self, had been featured on This Is 50, Voiceless Music, Dark Side Radio, and more. His latest album, Living Legend, released on June 8th, is the transformation as he transformed from the underdog of the industry to the powerhouse that he is now. He looks to take a stance on controversial topics that others have been scared to touch upon while looking to work with for great causes. His anthem Voiceless off of Living Legend featuring Nikki Owens and Scorpio P gives light to those that have been put to silence by today's society. Live Johnson's witty wordplay and aggressive delivery is often labeled as straightforward with no chaser. Along with his sensitive way of expressing his life woes makes him stand out from the rest that rather settle for the commercial norm. With records like I Ain't With It, Feel No Way, Living Legend, and Bootleg Industry, Live plans on taking over the industry with aggressive hip-hop content that can be commercially accepted. Everybody, please welcome rapper, 
producer, graphic artist, head of EDC, Every Dollar Counts label, Live Johnson. Hey, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you perfect. Well, welcome to the Chronicles of Key. I'm glad to have you on. Yes, I'm definitely glad to be here. How's everything? How's your evening? Oh, it's going wonderful. How's your evening? Um, good. You know, grinding as usual. Just got off of work. Mm, definitely, definitely. Mm. We all know that grind does not stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, never. Never, never you know. Never. Oh, well, it's so great to have you on the show. I'm looking forward to speaking with you and everybody hearing about your music and your song. We just played Love My Style. Mm, and let me tell you, that's been my motivational song all week. I see. I mean, you were showing me a lot of love on Facebook and um, Instagram. I, I'm glad that, you know, the song touched you in a positive way. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and that's that's the method to my madness. I, I want I want my songs to be an anthem. I want I want people to really embellish themselves into the record. It's not just myself, you know. I want people to feel the record as much as I feel it. Definitely, definitely. I like how I like how you just describe that definitely. And hey, I only show love for the real ones and you a real one. Thank you. And I do love your style. I'm loving it, loving it, loving it. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Well, I'm looking forward to getting to know you tonight. So you are a producer, you are a rapper, you are a graphic artist, and you are the head of your own recording label, EDC, every dollar counts. Yes. Now, I'm gonna start off with the first question. Uh-huh. What part of making music? Oh, sorry. Sorry. Can you? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. What part of making music do you love the most? Writing or engineering? I would say um, it's a little bit of both, but I would say more engineering. Because mm. yeah, I know a lot of people is going to be surprised with this answer. Um, the reason why <laughs> I, I say engineering because writing anybody could do. No offense to any artists out there that that's writing any rhymes, but. That's the easy part of creating music. The hard part is actually going into the studio, um, editing the record, um, mixing and mastering it. Also, put the production side of it too. It, you know, a lot of people don't understand it takes a it takes a lot to make a record. Like it, it you have to put. Like sometimes you you could create a record, right? And then you take you, and then sometimes you gotta leave it alone then you listen to it over and over again and you come back and say, oh, I'm going to add this in here. And, you know, sometimes it, it, the process makes, you know, the process makes the song better. You know, and that's why a lot of right. artists don't get, like, they don't, I feel like they just utilize the engineers for what they do, but they don't understand what it takes to actually put a record together. Right. And it takes a lot with the right. engineer. Like they, they have to do a lot of editing and, and fixing things in order to make it shine and polish the way a record sounds. So I honestly mm. like that process more than the writing process. Because the writing I could do in my sleep, but you know, anybody could write, to be honest with you. Now I don't know all about that. Because we do got some, we do got some rappers in the industry that really can't necessarily write. They just kind of like put something out there, like spaghetti, honey bottle, da 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 da. I mean, but, I, I I I agree, and 
then again, I, I came. I'm not one of them dudes that come from the golden era and 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 kind of just the new generation of rappers of what they're doing. Because I, I think there's a method to their madness. To be honest, like I I feel like what they do is for that, and it works. You know, I, I mean, besides the drug reference culture, but that's another story. You know, um, I feel like it's a method to their madness and. I'm not going to sit here and knock it. I mean, it ain't for me, to be honest, but I'm not going to knock it neither. Right, 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 right. I respect that, most definitely. Because, well, the generation changes, like, with every year. Sometimes it's this this method of music is high, or that music method is high, and we're all coming into our own ways of creativity and what music works for us. And I really like your answer behind it. And I, I didn't really know that process, like, with the engineering part. But now that I know, it's that's very interesting and looking to more of that. What made you go into engineering musically? Did, was that always, like, when, well, when you did start writing music, was that a component that you mm-hmm. wanted to take on as well? Or did that come later? That, come, that came way later, to be honest with you, um. I didn't even want to engineer. I, I just, when I was recording music at an earlier age, I was fascinated with mm. what the engineer was doing. And then that after that fascination, I think some hardship came as where I couldn't record no more as far as paying money to constantly go in the studio. Because where, where I was living in, in Queens, I was going to the studio in the Bronx. And I'm not talking about South Bronx or a short trip to the Bronx. I'm talking about going all the way up to the last stop on the fi- on the on the mm-hmm. D train. Uh, for those who don't know, I, I'm not too familiar with the Bronx, but I, I know I had to take the D train to the last stop. And um, I knew, like, with the time and, and and constantly kicking out money for studio was too much. So one day I decided to get a guitar center credit card and just get my own equipment. And pretty much, I, I started building my home studio mm. from there. And, and I was learning the different techniques, learning how to do things pretty much on my own and by wow. ear. Wow. Mm. Now, how much, mm, coming, um, coming from somebody who comes from a musical background with family members who are in rapping or playing instruments, how much did studio time cost? Um, it depends. It depends on where and who. You know, it could range from anywhere mm-hmm. from twenty-five an hour to a hundred and fifty an hour, and that's just depending on the amenities of the studio and also the the engineer. How good is he? Is he a reputable engineer? Like who? You know, because the the top guys they they get in one fifty an hour. You know, the ones that record major mm-hmm. recording artists. And they've been probably doing it for years and, and been taught professionally Definitely. how to do it. But whereas guys like me, where that's self-taught, we can rack up 25 to 35 to even mm. 15 an hour. Yeah, because it's all about the quality. It's all about Yeah. I mean, even and even then, not, you know, guys like me could give mm-hmm. you that quality as well. You know, uh, you know, some some artists prefer a low budget studio in order to get it done because they don't have 150 to go pay per hour 
and the minimum for those top engineers is at least four hours. And that's, damn, I, I can't even do the math I'm driving. But um, but you, you get the picture. Like, it's, it's very expensive for the average oh, unknown artist. Definitely. But when you know your stuff is hot, you got you to gotta make a way. If it's coming out your own pocket or you just you doing a job on the side to, like, pay for it, it's like, yes. When you know you're passionate about mm-hmm. your craft, it's like, look, I'm going to do all I can. And you went out, you bought your own equipment. But that, that must have been fun. Was mm-hmm. it? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. But which brings me to my next question. Now you grew up in Queens, New York, and yeah. your way of uh, making music was to keep you away from the streets. What was something that you were trying to stay away from? Um, mostly anything negative. Like, you know, growing up where I grew up, you know, it was easy to go down the block and and get infatuated by dudes that was, you know, perhaps mm-hmm. hustling. Cause you know, they 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 get in the money, they, you know, they shine in and they got that nice car and the woman. And so it's easier for a young person to be like, damn, so if th- if this is this is what I have to do in order to attain that. So it's easy to it's easier to get lured into that. But luckily for me, um I I've was I grew up in this community center um, in Forest Hills around that area where, you know, kids from the Lefrex City neighborhoods, the Regal Park neighborhoods, they came to the center and, and, and most of it was a recreation center to get out of trouble. And that's actually how hmm. I got into music by going to the center. Um, you know, one of my mentors, um, was, he used to be a youth counselor there. Um, he pretty much was into music from way back then, you know, way before my time. So, uh, you know, but to answer your question, yeah, you know, the the, the hustler life is is easier to get into because you you're attracted to things that you want, and and you see them getting it. So it's it's easy to fall into that true. lifestyle. True. Mm. Now you said you're a fan of Nas. Um, what other song off of Nas's halftime album do you relate to the most? Ooh, off of halftime that day, you know, you're going, we're yes. going back. Um, we're <laughs> going back. Uh, so honestly, I, I think all of it, uh, you know, especially, um, from my perspective, when I listened to the record growing up. I felt like at the time he he was the underdog, and for me, I feel like in, in a lot of situations, I'm, I'm the underdog mm-hmm. in certain situations, as far as far as music is concerned. So, to me, that record resonated with me as far as the underdog aspect of, you know, I'm coming straight from where I'm coming from, and I'm here. You know what I mean? Like, so that's what made me feel like halftime was to me when I first heard it. You know, I got to go back and re-listen to it because, you know, that, that record is one of the best records of Nas of all time, but, you know, it's like when I heard that, when you answered that question, it's like, damn, like, I'm trying to remember the lyrics, but it's like, ah, it's not coming <laughs> out to me right now. <laughs> uh, don't you hate it when that happens? Like, you have, you have that song on your mind, and you know the lyrics, but you just can't bring it out. I understand. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that it's like, you know, it's it's too much music out there that it's so easily attainable and you can just listen to nowadays. Like before then, we had to collect right. CDs, vinyl, tapes, mm-hmm. tapes. And, and now it's so accessible. All you just got to do is get a streaming premium plan. And you're good to go. You know, when I came up, we ain't had none. I had to go to the record store mm-hmm. and get a record. Or if you had a computer, you were able to burn your own CDs, make your own little playlist. And- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can't, can't forget about Napster, Lombarier. Mm. Oh. <laughs> for, for those who know, if you know, you know. <laughs> well, I never heard of Napster, but I did have a CD burner on my computer, and I was always looking up songs, but you know, I'm going to put it on this CD, and I'm put it in my little my little CD, my little yeah. CD player, take it to school with me, thought I was thinking I was the ish, like, like look at me. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, that's how we used to do it, too. I mean, just just to give you an overview of what Napster is, um, it, it was it was a free oh. downloading program and software, but it was illegal. It was illegal though, but a lot of people was the using it. The good shit is always illegal. Uh, of course, <laughs> <laughs> of course. I mean, it's I mean, it's, it's America. That's the only thing I could mm. I can only say about yes, that. Yes, indeed. Dang it, you know, if I'd heard about that at my age, oh. There would be no stopping. I'd be going on that thing every day, just downloading, 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 downloading yeah. songs from Young Bird to Ashanti to who, who was hot back in the day. Ray J. He only had that one song, "Sexy Can yeah. I?" And yeah, it'd be just like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all them songs would get downloaded, and y'all throw it in your CD mm-hmm. player, and y'all good to go. Now, do you remember the name of the first song you ever wrote? Um, I don't remember the name, but I remember the concept of it. Um, and you're going to laugh. Okay, so I've written my first rap in high school. Um, pretty much, I was in this program for, it's called Spark. I, I don't know if you, have, if you ever heard of that. This is, were you like, um, we talking about, were you like one of those genius damn. lit kids? Um, no, more like oh, one of them trouble kids. Okay. Spot, yeah, so there. I was I was into yeah, like I pretty much was in the group canceling for you know at risk teens and um pretty much um we was having a charity basketball game and they wanted somebody to do a performance but nobody didn't know how to rap. I didn't know nothing about rap. But being the person I am, I always like to take initiative. <laughs> So I read my first rap was oh. all about spreading peace. Oh boy, it was so whack I got booed. <laughs> they made me do it in front of the whole gym during during the halftime of the basketball mm. game, and I got booed. <laughs> so that was that was my first rap. I don't remember the name of it, but yeah, I, yeah, it was about peace. That's that's all I could tell you, and um. It was for a charitable cause. I mean, it, ever since then, I never looked back, though. Like, I, I guess it was something I wanted to keep trying and trying and trying. And, you know, eventually it got to me. So this was the moment that Little Live was born. Hello? Pretty much. Yeah. And then on, on, fa- on top of that, 
Yeah, yeah um, you hear me? What I said was, so in Hello. this moment... Yeah, sorry. Basically, live was born. <laughs> yep, pretty much. And then on, and to add insult to injury, mm-hmm. the high school I went to was High School of Art and Design. So now in rap history, a lot of lot of dope rappers went to that school and and it was known as a freestyle battle school i went to yeah so i went to school with jay mills if anybody don't know who jay mills is he was signed to um young money records when when little brain look i mean not i say little brain little wayne first started to blow up and then he had his little crew um jay mills was one of them uh me me and him battled during lunchtime Lord Finesse used to come to Art and Design um, and battle. Prodigy from Mob Deep went to um, Art and Design. So it, it's a lot wow. of talented people that used to stomp through those holes. And you're one of them. Yep. Yep. Anybody that went mm-hmm. to Art Design during 96, mm-hmm. 99, they know me. You know, just talking hey. to you, I'm picturing you. Um, you so. you doing the rap and I don't know if you wore glasses back then, but I'm seeing you with your glasses. You got the microphone <laughs> and you just you just you oh, shocking so, the hell out oh, of yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, back then, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say in the very beginning, because being the person I am, I, I I come across as a dork. I ain't gonna lie, I'm a nerd. First and foremost, I mean, that's just being honest. I'm a nerd. So most people didn't take to me. I think during my senior year of high school, that's when I started to break out as a rapper. Mm. When I started battling everybody. Like I I was just, you know what? It's time to show and prove. Like it's it's mm-hmm. it's one thing to write your raps, but it's another to get up there and battle somebody. And and I started getting my respect through battling when win or lose you know I, I was getting my respect through 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 that and and this one senior talent show where you know i you mm. know i had a standing ovation so you know uh, you know yeah I, I would say you know that that was my first stomping stomping grounds as far as being the artist i want to say artist being a rapper mm-hmm. let's you know, artistry came later. Now, in that moment, when I'm gonna, I'm just gonna say it. The nerd shows that he's got bars. <laughs> Was that your moment? It's like I'm taking yeah. over. Um, no, because I wasn't always confident in myself. To be honest with you, I wasn't always that confident. I, I, I was really. I was a shy person. Like I, you know, I ain't really get my first girlfriend until after high school. You know, I was always very mm-hmm. in, the, in the cut. You know, I ain't want to bother nobody. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was just that quiet kid. So I, I didn't have that feeling. Um, but that did. Right. That feeling came later. Right. Uh, that's all I can tell you. And you, I ain't gonna front. In school, I was that quiet kid as well. But once you get me talking, you get to know me pretty mm. well. And you know what they say about us quiet kids. 
they know a lot they more say. even when they don't speak it and there's a lot more to them than meets the eye Mm-hmm. Mm. There's a lot more to us than I could agree to that. And when you see us in our element, you get a different perspective, and that perspective is greatness. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree. Mm. Oh my goodness, I have so many questions I want to ask you because this this is so good. Um, okay, so you say you battled in school. You did rap <laughs> battles. Who is a person that you battle uh-huh. against that you remember? Mm. Jay Mills. Same thing. Now, he, he, he'll put it to you like this. I, I remember him telling this story, too, before he got on. He used to say he used to get destroyed in rap battles. I, I, I felt mm-hmm. like we was kind of even. Like no, I, it was like we just put on a good show. I, I felt like it was one of them, even even. Right. He he did his thing and I did my thing. So I battled him and, but I know I did I did get destroyed oh, hold by up, this chick though. I definitely got you my got, ass handed by this. You got destroyed by <laughs> yes. a chick. Oh, now I got to hear this. I got to hear this. Yeah, I mean, remember this. Yeah. Now, I think her name was Venomous. I, not the Venomous everybody in the indie scene know, but she was Venomous or Venom or some shit like that. Um, no, mm. she she was a little bit ahead of our time, like when it came to raps. So I would say, well, at that time, I knew that um, Def Jam was looking at her as, as, a, mm-hmm. uh, as a prospect. So at the time, she she always felt me, but she's like, I never tested him. So it, it was going to happen either way. So I think at the time I was beginning, I wasn't well prepared okay. for it. So yes, I got my <laughs> I got my ass handed by a female. That had to. I, I know it's hard to believe, isn't I... it? I'm a root. I, mean, I root for my females. I, I do. Mean, that's something like, I would have to see. Uh, that's, that's something I would have had to see, man. Were you yeah, like? I mean, were you like? Oh my gosh, did that just happen? Yeah, yeah. I, but you know what? And, and maybe right, mm-hmm. you know, go harder at this. Like, you know, I think the toughest, exactly. the toughest losses make you go harder. And um, and that's that's the thing I don't see in this new generation. I feel like a lot of them haven't really been tested. It's like here I am, I'm a winner. Like y'all ain't never been in the trenches. Y'all ain't never had to mm-hmm. go in rap battles and improve yourself. Like I I don't see none of that. And that and it's, don't disrespect. I mean, uh, some people may not be built for that. You know, some people. May 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 be afraid to do to do something like that, or are not right. competitive enough. Everybody's not a competitor. Mm-hmm. You know, there's some that are just entertainers. Yeah. So, and that's nothing wrong with that. But you know, I just right. think this new generation should be tested a little bit more. 
it'll, it'll actually make them go harder with what they do. Well, with rap That's battles, I feel like that builds a lot more strength and character as as a writer and as a performer, especially when you're going up against other people. Now, yes. not it's not to be cocky. It's just to show like where you stand yes. as a rapper, a singer. Exactly. Like that should be so that should that should happen a little bit more often, like with rap battles. Like you know, people getting on town alone, but in this generation, sometimes it's much more about the look than it is about talent and how hard you go and the trials. So yes, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. And just like you, it's not to throw anybody under the bus. It's just a fact. Okay? <laughs> it's not like how it was in the 2000s. People can get record yeah. deals all the time today. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes you don't Easy have to put too. the work in. They just go out, find somebody, and if they show talent, it's like, okay, we're going to put you on the stage, and you're going to do this, we're going to give you a tour. But are you really putting the work in? Where Where were you born? Where... Basically, where's your lineage? Where do, where do you stand? What dues have you paid? Mm. Are you are you willing to go through this yeah. journey? And it also depends on who you know. Because mm-hmm. pe- pe- people will say, oh, yeah, we in the industry, but yep. really, they're not really doing anything in the industry. It's just to show that they got something. And it comes from people in your corner. Because the people in your corner is going to make you who you are. If you just gonna go with somebody saying like, "Oh, I think you're talented, and, and we can do this," but they're not showing you nothing, that's just basically somebody that's gonna be clout chasing. Now, somebody real, however, they're gonna be in your corner and they're gonna tell you, "You need to do this. I'm mm-hmm. gonna help you. I'm not gonna sugarcoat nothing." Yep. That's where yep. we need to be. So we kind of in the sugarcoating, yep. the the sugarcoating mecca right now. Okay. I mean, uh, unfortunately, uh, and and the reason for that is for the fact that because you might see something whack as I'm gonna throw names out there because I don't care. <laughs> like, say for instance, Blueface. You take like and, like I mean, no no disrespect to the brother. No disrespect to the brother. We mm-hmm. know he can't rhyme to a B to save his life, but. But he he, yes. he, get, he instantly has a song that goes viral, right? Viral. Out the gate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immediately he's a superstar. So to me, it's like nowadays this gener- this this rap game is more to me is more like instant gratification than than the actual than the actual mm-hmm. coming from the mud and grinding and grinding and trying to get to the next level it's like do a song that's viral oh you you you, you out here or or your money or if your money mm-hmm. you know if, if you got bread you know some some people use their bread as leverage to get in the game too so you know that's what we Hip-hop stuck with right now it's like it is what it is reality one it started to change up the game. It, yes, it it is instant gratification, and 
Look, I I think Blueface is cool, but I ain't down with his attitude. And but it, it that's just something personal. Mm. But this is all about you, all right? <laughs> this is all about you. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> people need to be more concerned about their talent than actually get an instant gratification because if everybody likes you, then really you're not seeing like where you stand with some other people because it's more like, oh, I have to please everybody. True. Mm-hmm. True. But to be honest, I I I think it's 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 half the talent and half of it is more. Okay, pretty much mm-hmm. the people that are listening and buying these records, I think most of them want that stupid shit. Like, it, it's crazy to say this, but for me, it seems like they don't want to hear nothing real. They want they want to hear something stupid because nine times out of ten, what what we who who are yeah. most of these artists nowadays are pushing the music to people who use drugs, people who want to turn up in clubs. And use drugs, like I haven't. Like they, there's some few artists that go against mm-hmm. the grain and do great work still to this day. Right. But what we hearing mostly of, I pop the Molly, I uh, you know what I mean. I I bust the lick today, I, I you know what I mean. Like I I mean I again I don't knock it, but it's it's not yeah. me. You know that's not that's what good. I do. And I don't need to hear about you getting into some foolishness. <laughs> no, nah, never that. I'm too grown for that. To be honest, like I, I can't. I, for me to do that, I can't. My people's gonna look at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> like, what are you doing? All right. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna fast forward one of the questions. Okay. In college, you came up with um. Okay. An, al- an album. How did you come up with the name One Man Band? In college? Oh, sorry. Oh, damn. Well, well, that didn't happen in college time, but it's all good. But um, yes, um, fat, we're going a little fast forward now. Uh, one man band came up as mm. an idea of me being a jack of all trades. Like me, mm-hmm. at, in my whole entire life, I always had to rely on myself. I couldn't rely on people. I always been disappointed in people, so. That's what me producing and engineering and doing everything by myself. So when I, I did this album, I wanted to make a mark first and foremost. I, I didn't want to do an album just to say I've done an album. I'm doing an album not to only leave a mark, but to let people know who I am. This is who I am. I'm, I'm, I, I, you know, I don't need the mm. help to make something happen. So that's what that wow. that's where that name came from. I was ve- I was very captivated by the title One Man Band. It's like, wow, that's actually that's very bold. I never I've never known an artist to like basically just put it out there like one man band, I'm doing this on my own now that I'm hearing it from you. So it is so you feel like you can't count on nobody. Mm. Um did you well, before you created One Man Band, was there a time where you did ask for support mm-hmm. from your people or pe- or people you thought was like in your corner but really wasn't? Yes, a lot of times. Mm. And then a lot of times I was let down. <laughs> so, 
you know, what? no disrespect to them, but it ain't come mm. through. How did that make you feel? Disappointed, but as a true hustler mm-hmm. that 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 sticks to the cold, you 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 got you got to keep it moving. Like you you know, close right. mouths ain't go get fed. Plus, you sobbing and, and getting upset and sitting there just, oh, they ain't come through for me. Oh, I don't what I'm gonna go do it. I I never was bred up that way. Like right. you know, I was taught to go and get it. You know my. So my father's is one of them true old school hustlers that told me if you're sitting on your ass, you're mm. missing out on money. Ugh. And my father's a tough cookie. <laughs> like he's he got, blunt, the, he had, he got the right he's, idea. He's brutal. So yeah, you can't sit on yeah. your ass. No. But you know, you can't. Like if you're sitting on your ass and ain't no money ain't gonna get made, no bills ain't gonna get exactly. paid. Nothing's <sighs> happening. Now, when you, now when your music did start coming out, <laughs> I bet you had some, you had some clout chases on your ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm, if if they were, I wouldn't know. Okay, because I didn't, I don't honestly pay attention to but that. I, I just know how some people be like when somebody you know, blows if, up, but they know, but they didn't support them. They will be like, "Oh, I was there. He did. He did. He's so amazing." I yeah, mean, that's. People. I mean, that's people. I mean, I, I I can sit here and get mad about things like that, but then what that's gonna do? You know, I, I feel like with mm-hmm. those type of people, you just got to keep proving them wrong. You just got to keep pushing forward and making things happen and making them realize, oh, okay, he's go- he keeps doing it, you know. And eventually they'll believe, you know. Well, actually, now they believe in now, but before then, you know, they, they you know, they ain't want to give you the time <laughs> of day because you don't got nothing popping. So they go into the... So they go into the next person that got things popping. Exactly. And that's just the way the game is. Unfortunately. That, and, but that and that part of the game ain't is never gonna change. Well, nah. It is not. And, and people gotta learn how to swim sink or swim. It, unfortunately, you know, and is if this is what you wanna do, you know. And unfortunately, that's in the real world too. If mm-hmm. you really think about it, I work for a corporation where mm-hmm. it's much brutal than the music game. Much, Definitely. much brutal. I know how that feels. I, I had a situation myself with, yeah. um, I guess I'd say a friend, because I was doing stuff on my own and mm-hmm. I wanted them to support me, but they they say that they did, but they really didn't. And they talked behind my back, like she shouldn't take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like, what is she even doing? She needs to get a real job. Da 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 da. But in the day, it's like, okay, you was never really down for me from the jump. If you're talking like that, because anybody who knows is that I bring mm-hmm. stuff to the table, and I'm also creatively inclined. And if you can't see that, then bominos. Vominos. And we all face those challenges, but it also, those challenges build really good with your character. It does. 
some people don't want to hear that, but they do. Because those trenches, because some people don't want to hear about trials and trenches. It's all about like getting towards the happy ending. But when you go through the trenches and you go through the trials, it builds you. You got to stick, if you want to stick around for the happy ending, you got to go through the trials. And, but don't be coming um, over yep. the rainbow yep, when the happy ending comes, when you dipped out in the middle. <laughs> yeah. Some people don't even come forward to ride. Some people are just there. Some people are exactly. in the beginning, they bounce already. You know what I mean? Like, and then come, like, they, like, you driving the car and they, you know what I mean? Like, and they didn't even push the car if it stops driving, you know what I mean? Like, those type mm-hmm. people. Like, they just want to come along for the ride. And, uh, and anybody on your team, they, they have to be all driving. They all have to be driven, because if they're not driven, then what, what's the sense of having exactly. a team? Like, mm-hmm. you're just wasting everyone's time. Right, I'm going I'm to ask one more thing, and then I'm going to move on to the next question. What other challenges have you faced in the music industry? Okay. Ooh, a lot of challenges. <laughs> a lot, mm. but I think the biggest one is is money. Uh, the biggest one is is finding the capital to to actually do what I right. want to do as far as this music is concerned. Um, because it, it there's a lot of challenges and pitfalls that's gonna come your way, but money is gonna be the biggest roadblock for most artists, and. And if an artist can't get the money up somehow, some way to to um, support their dreams, because honestly, let's be Sadly, real, yes. it takes money to succeed in this game. That's that's why you see a lot of artists nowadays that are actual street drug dealers. A lot of them come from that that lifestyle because you know it's easy for them to go get on the street, do illegal shit get the money and front it into rap. So that's mm-hmm. what we're getting now, a whole bunch of drug dealers in music. You know, now the people like me and most unsigned artists that have real nine to fives, they don't have that type of money to to fund their career because they're busy paying their car notes or right. whatever they got going on in their personal life. So it's hard for them to actually support their dreams because mm-hmm. they got responsibilities to take care of. So that's why I say money is really the biggest issue for most, for me, I would say, and most artists. You know, but luckily I have a lot of hustles that I could actually mm-hmm. fund my dream if I wanted to. You know, but not everybody's lucky as I am, unfortunately. Okay. Mm. In 2018, you took a hiatus from making music. What was the reason? Um, hardships. Um, that's the best answer. Hardships and and more disappointments. Um, a lot of a lot of people uh-huh. I thought that was in my corner wasn't, and um, I I think I needed that break. And honestly, I had to. I needed that break more for me, not because of what they did or because people are going to disappoint either way. But I think I needed that break to reflect and ask myself if I'm going to continue this, what I have to do to give it my all. And I made a decision. 
So I, I think I think most of it had to be me. Like that I needed to take, take a break from things and, and reinvent myself. Mm. And when you came back into the game where you you were different. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say different but more like I think the artistry stayed the same, mm. but I think my business inside better. Like, I feel like I had to keep it real with myself. Like, I can't, if I noticed what I was doing prior to 2018 wasn't working, mm-hmm. I wasn't going to do those same mistakes again. Then also, I started educating myself more. I started actually asking more questions to different people in the industry. How to do this, how to do that. Remember, closed mouths don't get fed. Mm. Picking Very everybody's good. brain. Very good. Mm. All right. I'm going to move down to the question I've been at, I wanted to note most. Um, if you could describe yourself in three okay. words, <laughs> ugh, I'm tongue tied. If you could describe, if you, eh, why am I tongue tied? Okay. <laughs> it was all good, you know. It's that it's part of natu- if natural. If you process. could choose three words to describe yourself as a music artist, what would they be and why? Ooh, I like that question. Um, I would say, um, I'm innovative mm-hmm. because I'm always thinking of something new to do. Um, um, I'm very witty. If you, if you listen to any of my rhymes, you, you know, wit is one of my strongest suits. I don't know where I get it from. Hello? I can hear you. Oh, yeah. So, hello? You still hear me? Okay. Um, wit, I don't know where I honestly get it from. I really don't, but it's been one of my strongest suits as far as a lyricist. Um, and the third, I would say uh, I'm more, what's the word I'm looking for? I think I'm more of a realist. No, no, let me take that, that back. I think I open myself up. I'm an open book as an artist, I would just say. I'm more of an open book. I'm a person that when you look at me, you take me for a, as as is. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I'm a person that's going to tell you my story without holding back any details or without making myself seem like I'm bigger than the next person. I have flaws just like the next person. Um, I bleed just like the next person. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, you know, uh, I'm an open book. So those are that's the mm, best like thing that, that describe me as an artist. And I'm gonna give you a four. I'm a show off. <laughs> I like to dress. I like to get fly. I, I ain't gonna sit there and lie to anybody. Like if you see my last mm. video, you know. Okay. All right. Show off, witty, innovative. All right. Like that. Definitely, definitely witty. Yeah. Definitely witty. You come you come with the wit. Yeah. Thank you. I, I, I don't know just where I get it from, it but it's, just, it's there. Mm. Okay, 
tell me about yes. the inspiration behind your song Love My Style. Sure. You want to hear something funny? It came <laughs> it came oh from trolling. <laughs> <laughs> so I was right. Okay. Uh, just to give, get, just give, just to give you an idea of who I am. My my oh, my um, horoscope oh, sign is oh, a Leo. Lion pack. We're, Lion. We're assholes. Yeah, we're. So if we attack, mm-hmm. we're going. We're going to attack back. But my way of attacking back is not your typical. I go on Facebook and throw subs. I'm not doing that. Right. Uh, you know, that that's for kids. Um, mm. I will actually make a song about it. Mm. So yes, it came from trolling. It had to do with trolling and haters. Oh my gosh! Dang man. Yes, it. Hey, you know, sometimes you gotta throw a song for them. You know, since they have so much to talk about, now I'm gonna give you Mm, something to talk about. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. Now, what was it like working with first, aka the pretty one? Now she dropped a fire ass verse. In the in the song, like mm. woo, baby. Yeah, she did. Shout out to first, by the way. Shout out to you, man. Listen, that first and foremost, I wasn't expecting that type of verse. That let's start there. Um, I heard her on the record with Coney Brooks, and I just like her style, like her voice, just her image, the way she carries herself. So. I knew I was going to work with her, but I just didn't know what track. Um, when it came for the time for the record, yeah, I never had I'm a female artist on my question, record, by the way, go on. that raps. So this is the first. Um, it, it was fun. It was fun. Like when I, when I first when I first did the record, I did my part in my. Ver- I was like, I, I need a female on it. So. Um, um, notes reached out to her and um and said love needs this this feature and she was game for it then she hits me on facebook messenger through video and we, you know we, we was pl- sitting to play by play and um she she record she hit me while she was in the studio she let me hear the verse like normally i don't like people sending verses to me but because mm-hmm of the constant communication right. it was easier to work that way normally I, I would rather them come to the studio but i didn't know she lived all the way upstate so that i know her coming to my studio wasn't going to happen so she still got the job done and did an amazing job with her verse too mm-hmm. so it was na- it was a natural fit and i know how to pick artists for certain records like i know where people's strength is that's another knack that i have as a producer like I, I listen to artists, I listen to these songs, and I know where they fit in with a record. Mm-mm. I just don't be throwing artists just to be throwing No, you artists. can't be doing that. I ain't one of those. Because you put the wrong person on the, the wrong track, it, 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 just, oh, it, leaves a bad taste. it leaves a bad taste in your mouth yeah. and a bad image in your head. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, back to the female thing. So, I know, I know you worked with artists like on the Living Legend album yeah. like with Nikki Owens, but you never had a girl be a part of the EVC yeah. label. Why is that? Um, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Can I be honest? 
females are a headache. <laughs> like, like it's a lot of work to deal with females. Like, you know, I, I'll be honest. I, I think female rappers are, or or maybe a little easy to work with, but with singers R&B, like I, right, I put it to you this way. I remember Fifty Cent said Fifty Cent said a long time ago, right? That he spent two million Olivia. on um his female artist. What was her name? She was this Olivia. Yes, he said he spent two million dollars just on her looks. They, think about that for a minute. He spent two million on her looks, trying to get her image right. But no records, no hit records was produced from her. Not even an album. Oh my! That's a huge loss. And not to say that, not to say, and I'm not to say, there's some woman in this industry that can outwork certain dudes too. I will first, first, first is one of them. I'm just going to say that I'm giving you her my cosign right here. She's one of them. But for me, for me. If I'm gonna work with a female, she's gotta work hard, work harder than me. Cause it's a lot, it's hard to put a female out because for one, the industry I, don't really that accept is true. females that is like true. that, unfortunately. Just because unfortunately. And and it's hard to break a female in nowadays. Well, no, well, I wanna say nowadays. It's it's uh-huh. easier for females to get in nowadays. Let me take that back. It's easier, but they the respect level is still not there from male peers because let's keep uh-huh. it real, it's a male domi- dominated industry. So um you gotta understand that if, if I'm gonna take on a female artist, not only I gotta feel her, she gotta work her ass off. Like I, you know, I ain't trying to hear that you got your baby daddy issues. I ain't trying to hear, oh, you know, I got my period this month. Like when 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 you're in a you're in an investment you are an investment unless you dying <laughs> nobody ain't trying to hear that. So like, I'm if just gonna I were to get real. on the, the label, and like, I, was, I was producing songs for you, and I'm yeah. like, look, I'm not in the mood today. I need you to get out my face. Yeah. I'll get it done when I'm getting done. Are you saying like you will you be one of those? Be like, you better get it done right now, or you off. I wouldn't say no, because you do have to be in a, a mood to create music. So if you're not in the mood, you shouldn't be creating music. So you got to be in a zone like uh, it's not like it's, it's not forced. Exactly. Thing, but also, you can't you can't waste time neither. You know what I mean? Like like you have to work regardless. You know what I mean? If you're not in the mood, cool. Everyone has the day where you, you're off. You know, it happens to the best of them. And you come back to it, but as far as time being wasted, like exactly. time is very precious. It's very, very precious. And you're not, you don't know if you're going to be here today or tomorrow. Like, you, you could be going in a minute. And and most people mm-hmm. take it for granted. So you got, mm-hmm. you got to give it all you got until you can no more. Especially if this is what you want to do, if this is from the now, heart. Now, if you could work with the pretty one again, would you? And if you if you found another girl that could rap, would you take? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. What happened? Oh, 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 repeat um, that one more time. Would the, you the consider working with the pretty one again? 
Definitely. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> Without a question. <laughs> right. Without a question. But it's gotta feel na- it's gotta be organic. It's gotta be natural. Mm-hmm. Like the first record. It like, you know, I, I don't like my process of creating records is not mm. like everybody else's because I produce and engineer. So once I create it, then I gotta think, will this person fit to that? Will this person how did how would this person come off on this record? So it's gotta be organic. Like it's exactly. that same feeling we had the first time gotta be for the second time. And yeah, and and you know, hopefully, you know, if, if it's in God's plan, okay. why not? I'm about to hit you with a double question. Here's the first one. How did you come up with the name live and do what okay. do you consider the most important part about your music? Okay, um oh, I didn't come up with the name okay. live. The streets gave me that name. I ain't come up with that. Um, I was going by a <laughs> whack ass name called Blue Diamonds. Don't ask. Um, <laughs> yes, I yeah, I have no, whack ass names too. You know. Um, uh, pardon me for this, but <laughs> Blue Diamonds. That sounds like a poor. I, I told you I'm a stat. I, I told you I'm. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, nah, Streets gave me that name. Um, you know, I, I had time yeah. in my life when okay. I was doing negative shit. I don't want to explain. Um, but that name was given to me by cats from my block. Um, they they was like, yo, you're a lot wire. Like you 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 know you seem like the person that takes initiative for everything. Like you know. Whether it came to try and get money, whether it came to holding down people, mm. whatever, you always live. And, and mind you, I grew up around a lot of non-percenters, so they use they use words like "live." Your word is born. Uh, uh, what else? What's the mathematics? Like, uh, that, yeah, we we mm. we going back to another realm. I don't want to get into. Um, but that, mm. but yes, that's how I got my name from the streets. Um, do you, oh, oh yes. And what's um, the second question? What do you again? consider the most My important apologies. part about your music? Mm. Ooh, oh, that's a hard one. Um, the most important part about my music. Mm. I think the most important part is the total package. Like it's, it's got to be the total package, and the reason why I say that because. Um. Okay, people take mm-hmm. a lot of things for face value nowadays, and and that's just what it is. P, you know, there's some people that might be intrigued mm-hmm. and want to see the creative process in the studio, right? Then you got some people that want to see the behind the scene footage of a music video. I'm the type of person that want to see the total package, where I want to see from mm-hmm. beginning to end how this was pieced together, and I think. But to really, really answer your question, right? I think the most important part is the rhythm and flow. That how how mm. you actually come on a record, like how you lay the record down, like the the recording process, 
I think that's the most important part of, of my music to me. Mm. And the total package. Mm. All right. Now, you're a producer, a rapper, graphic artist, and the head of your own recording mm-hmm. label, EDC, Every Dollar Counts. Mm-hmm. Does it get hectic carrying on these titles? Uh, at first, yes. Oh, snap. I'm sorry. I see oh. a lot of police cars coming up to my next door neighbor house. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, I live in a real <laughs> hot neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> unfortunate. It's, it's a nice neighborhood, but that's another story. Uh, but it, it just be a lot of low down stuff that people be doing. But anyway, um, I would say yes in some cases where mm-hmm. I'm trying to do it for other people. Right. And know when I'm doing it for myself. So that if that could best answer your question, like I, I would say for myself, I've been doing this for years by myself, so it's second nature. When I'm doing it for other people, you gotta tell them it. You gotta tell them make it for and them. That's not really your style. Sometimes, like tailor make it for them. Yeah, it ain't. Mm-hmm. It ain't. Uh, like I'm gonna be honest, it really ain't. Um, because you have your, I have my way of doing things and they might have a different way of doing things. And sometimes it just don't mesh, you know, like what they do is what you don't do and vice versa. So I think as a person that's, you know, head in charge, you gotta, Mm. you gotta do a lot of compromising, a lot. It is a lot of giving, it's a lot of give and take, like you, you, you know, if if you say mm. this way go, is supposed to go this way, then you gotta hear out the other person and say, okay, nah, I think we exactly. should do it this way, and then come to a common ground. Mm. Uh. Okay. Mm. Now, if this is wrong. Let me know. What part of hip hop music do you want okay. to redefine? Ooh. Hmm. You said okay. Repeat okay. that one more time, just what so I can answer it better. Do you want to redefine or basically highlight? I told you I don't sugarcoat. <laughs> okay. okay. Um. So I'm a I'm a raise you ten. Definitely the lyrics. Definitely the lyrics. We I I need cats to step up the lyricism a little oh. bit. Just a tiny bit. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Okay, it's one thing to turn up and, and listen to music in a uh-huh. way where you dumb down your sound, but it's another, it's mm-hmm. another one where you totally dumb down your sound and it becomes monotonous. It becomes very, it doesn't become music no more, it becomes a feeling. I think hip what people don't uh, people forgotten that hip hop started as a mm-hmm. means of art of expression, and and I think that's what's being lost. Like people, uh, uh, well, they are expressing themselves, but they're expressing themselves to a generation where they go and see is they gonna follow? It's gonna be a monkey see monkey yeah, do effect. It is. It really is. Mm-hmm. 
like, is a trend. And my and my feeling is as as an adult now, because I'm no longer a child mm-hmm. or, or a teenager, I'm a full-fledged adult, I feel as it's my responsibility to yeah, we know that drugs is a part of our hip-hop culture, unfortunately. That's something we can never erase, but I would like to see more people know the consequences, mm-hmm. the consequences of your acts. You know, it's the same mm-hmm. thing as if you glorify in drug dealing, right? You could highlight the glamorous part of the drug game. You're getting the money in a woman, but people don't understand mm-hmm. what it's like to actually do a jail term. What it's like to lose your family, like what it's like to to lose everything you had, and then you come home to nothing. The people that was that you was giving money to and doing for right. can't won't even help you during your prison bed. No, Nobody never talks the, about that though. Just the status behind it. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, ain't nothing wrong with, with glamorizing certain things, but just give give more give more of a balance. Like, I want to see more of a balance to the, to the hip-hop game. If that's, that's the best way I, I can answer that. I want to see more of a balance and more of a, um, more, like, I want to say realness because hip-hop and hip-hop music is entertainment. We, we supposed to be entertained, but we need to, if we go and put, glamorize the negative, then show, tell these kids what's the consequences of doing this lifestyle. Tell them this, you know, if you go down this route, this is what's going to happen. Right. Maybe it'll keep a lot of these other kids out of jail <laughs> or off the streets. Yes. Mm-hmm. Would you do it? Would you, are you going to do that? Or from using drugs, too. Huh? I mean, mm-hmm. uh, we got to pay attention when live Jews come out. I'm, I, and, and in some ways, I'm already doing it. Like, I have a younger brother who is 21 mentoring and guiding him i do it in the aspect of me mm-hmm. talking to to you all the time and um and um because i've been through some of these pitfalls too and i understand what it's like to 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 you know fall victim to my consequences so it's easier for me to express that as in person than in music but yeah. i think with my next project i'm gonna do more of that mm. all right i'm gonna uh... What's the next question? Whew, man, we've gone over so much. I feel like almost like you've answered everything. I, you, um, <laughs> yeah, we did. Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, thank you. Great interview so far. Like, oh, you answered some questions <laughs> oh, that I haven't answered to nobody yet. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. Yes. Here we go. Did you always want to create EDC or did that come along later? Okay. Later. I ain't always want to like, well, before before One Man Band, I did had a team, but it, it was mostly females. But again, that's going back to another question you oh, asked. I, that's oh, why I, I don't know work what with females anymore. Yes. So it's. it's yeah, so, but, um, but, um, yeah, uh, EDC was, it, you know, 
pretty much was on the premise of creating it for mentorship of artists. But now it's got actually changed into a music production um, company. Um, and it's still helping artists as as also is is still helping artists still have the same mission, but the the um the um pretty much instead of managing artists is gonna be more geared towards pro- the the production side of things, the the back end of things behind the scene, mm. and it's still helping Very artists. Good. Now, how did you come up with the name EDC? Every dollar counts. <laughs> it used to be a, a old mantra that we used to go mm. when we was doing things illegal. Um, we ain't go, we ain't go tell y'all what it was, you know, in case the people is watching. Uh, but our code was um, every dollar counts. Like if, if you know, um, I, let's take the illegal shit out, like. Even right. if you're working a nine to five and you're saving your money and you're busting your ass to work two jobs, every dollar counts. It's a it's a it's mm. a lifestyle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like if you trying, it's not that you penny pitching, but you know, it's more like if you trying to buy an investment, every dollar is worth counts to for you to get that investment or get that house you wanted to get or that car. Or something that you're trying to do big in life. Exactly. Like every dollar counts. Mm-hmm. Like down to the penny. You know, people don't know the story of people don't know the story of how you got that money, whether illegal, illegal, or you sold your body or sold your soul to get it. Right. You got it. You know, you did what you had to do to get it. So mm-hmm. it counts. Oh, that's some that's some English right there. Mm. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like a teacher. Okay. I got a couple more <laughs> questions for you. Now this is gonna it's going back to the females. Now um yeah. on my show, yes, I'm geared towards spreading okay. women's empowerment, especially that through the guys. I even ask my male guests these questions. Who is a female artist you look up to? Okay. Hmm, it's several, but I would say the one that I look up to mostly. Oh, back then I yes. would say Queen Latifah. Mm-hmm. Back then when I was younger, nice. right now Rhapsody. You know, them two women definitely stand for women empowerment, and uh, and it's crazy they did they did a record together on Rhapsody's new album. No, it was I have to crazy. Look it up. I don't know if you heard it yet. No, no, you need, you, yeah, you need to listen to that. Like that, that record was tough. Like Queen Latifah, oh, like bet. Queen Latifah was going in. Hmm. Oh, yeah, those are the two women I look up to. Okay, and okay, love. I'm just gonna give it to you straight. You are a very remarkable person, remarkable man. Excuse me. And thank you. I appreciate. I appreciate that. I don't get that a lot from a lot of people, but oh, I appreciate you, you for saying that. Just no to throw that in. You lied, freaking Johnson. I don't. Okay, yeah, well, I do from certain people. Like, oh. I, I'm just, all right, I'm just going right, to keep it that, at that. I, I, you know, mm-hmm. 
from certain people they say yeah I'm, I'm, you know no problem. I appreciate that yeah, I really okay. do these are my closing questions do you have any advice for young men and women that want to be in the music industry and where do you see your music going in 2020 um um, my advice mainly to young people in the industry, if you have it in your mind uh, that this is what you want to do, do not give up. Do not quit. Um, mm-hmm. it, it may seem like the finish line is far away, but keep running your race. You know what I mean? Like, you, you know, even if even if it seems like it's not happening, just run your race. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. That's mm-hmm. that's that's the that's the best advice I could give you. Um for 2020, um I'm putting out uh uh, uh my fourth project, Love Jew Love Jewels, um and and selling beats. I'm gonna be launching the EDC website and we gonna have a lot of music production for a lot of artists to purchase and buy. And and hopefully we could get more placements on commercials if we can't and, 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 you know, continue to make great music. Um, I'm, we'll be working on Michael Bostick's, mm, um, yes. Next I project the as well. Album. I loved it. Yeah. I mean, this is what we do. We, you know, EDC is, you know, I created this label to create, to be creative. Like we, we the creators, we the talent. Of, of the industry and um and we want to continue to grow upon that like we want to express through our art and we go keep giving mm-hmm. our great music and content to go through and you know hopefully i might you know i might have a little surprise um in march hopefully but, it's on my birthday because you know, that'll be an extra we'll special see. birthday gift for me <laughs> yep i'm a march i'm a march baby oh, oh you're in march oh i'm march 20th Early March. Okay, Pisces you on a cusp of Pisces and something else. So I forgot. But I'm a I'm a Pisces. Aries. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I see why we get along. Yes, okay. Indeed. Um, last question. Okay. What do you want people to know about Live Johnson? Um, just know that. I'm a hardworking individual. Um, I grind for what I want, and I I'm going to continue to um, be a show off. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's just being funny. Um, no, I'm, uh, I I really do grind hard for what I want and need. Um, I also love this art of music. I love to do music. You know, I could be broke doing this, and I'm still going to be in my studio cooking up just because of the uh of the art of trying to learn and improve mm. sharpening sharpening my skills so you know if anything that anybody take from me is just know that I love this I love to do it like I could say I could say I'm gonna quit I'm done but you probably might go see me in my mm-hmm. um apartment like, nah, cooking you up ain't some done. music nah mm mm <laughs> yeah, they're annoying my neighbors. <laughs> the cops still right ain't left. 
they they probably oh, call the cops I, on me. I'll be pouring that now. It's like, my boy got busted for making music in his own home. Nah, I love you. <laughs> Knock on wood. <laughs> oh, good. Headlines. Hey, headlines. wait, that'd be a good idea for songs. Like, I was making music. I was in my grind. And the next thing I know, my whack ass neighbors called the cops on me. And it was a rap from there. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't rhyme with the top of my head. I have to write shit down. Ah! Lines up, won't let me out. Oh, man. Oh, man. Hey, you know, there's a lot of telling going on nowadays, but... I'm I'm not going to say nothing, Uh like, you know... <laughs> All I know is I that's not how I came your neighbor's yeah, not so say. Becky because you, she be she be calling on everybody. Just I mean, I do have Man. some noisy neighbors, but uh, ain't that bad. I mean, everyone kind of okay. keeps to themselves in my well, neighborhood, that's so that's a good thing. You can create your art in peace. All right, y'all. This has been Let's Talk About Live Johnson. Thank you so much for coming on and stay tuned for another Let's Talk About episode of my girl T Spaz. She's going to be discussing her new single, Lies and I Love Me and it's going to be off the chain. And please check out Love My Style by Live Johnson and Pretty One. Follow them on Instagram and all streaming music sites. Good night, y'all. Peace out. You already know. (laughs)